0: Hello, Tom. Hello, Heron. Good, clean sound. Always nice, always good. So today is particularly unusual because I've decided, or I decided, to take the day off and also to take Monday off, which I understand is, in some quarters, a public holiday, but such things rarely exist at Netflix. (laughs) I've explicitly taken today off and explicitly taken Monday off. Wow. So, yes. So what are you going to do with all this time? Um, We went down to Santa Cruz today, which was really nice. And caught a bit of sun and just had a meandering drive through the back country of Santa Cruz, the fields and stuff, and then headed home. Oh, there actually
1: is an earth out there, isn't there? (laughs) Amazing, actually. There's an earth, yes. I haven't seen it in in quite some time. I I used to do a lot of backpacking. Yes. And, and, you know, I... that had that had a. I'm thankful for it. I mean, it really had a huge impact, and I miss it. You mm-hmm. know, one mistakes. of my colleagues went camping with a pack and a tent. Yeah, for right, four yeah. days.
0: Yeah, and I reflected on my experience doing that. Where well, I didn't go for four days, I went for fourteen typically. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, it's interesting actually because I have a cousin. That lives in the same area he lives in
1: wait so you're telling me you've lived in the wilderness for more than four days at I a time i've had
0: this conversation many times actually, really Heron. but okay. yes, yes because all right yeah. well it's completely escaped anyway i have a cousin that's getting <laughs> married in that part of northern new south wales so at some stage and when he gets married i'm debating taking an extra week or two off and just
1: Going out into the
0: wilderness and disappearing. First.
1: That would be, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know whether those days are over for me or not. Well, obviously, <laughs> the
0: physical thing is an interesting thing, but I did some pretty heavy, strenuous activity over the weekend, which we'll talk about yeah. at some stage. And I was actually thoroughly impressed with how well my body stood yeah. up to that. So, yeah,
1: yeah, in a lot of, well, you know that's sort of where i'm at right now again it's still just uh i'm going deeper into my hermitage <laughs> you know mm. and um you know dealing with my body and its health and its mm. ability to do stuff is really primary
0: do you think you'll get your back surgery eventually
1: i have no idea mm. i would uh avoid it at all costs but if it becomes clear that in fact that Would make a difference that would make a difference, then I'd certainly consider it, but not until the the absolute last possibility, you know. Yeah,
0: I think we have people that listen to this that have some medical credentials because I received an email from someone – that said, that you should just have your gallbladder taken out and enjoy oh, all the Mexican uh, that, food. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. Then.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a separate issue. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's I what I understand it's says, a separate but, issue, you know, but yes, I can handle that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a not a big deal. Well, yeah. except every two years when you can't. But, you well, know. no, well, but it's quite clear what it's happened. Diet. it yes. You know. Yeah. You know. I mean, it, it's just no question about. I have to watch what I eat, and Certainly. I can do that. Uh, if it, if the alternative is ending up in the, the emergency room, yes. <laughs> it's not that hard, you know. Choices have to be made. Yes, and it doesn't have to be all that rigorous. It's mm. just I can't do it for more than a couple of days, you know. Really, I mean, yeah. I can do it maybe one or two days a month if I want yeah. to get away with it. My but wife to yeah.
0: enchiladas for dinner tonight, and I don't I don't particularly like Mexican food. I don't care for it in general. I mean, I'll eat it yeah. if it's there. It's not one of my favourites. No, we cooked enchiladas tonight. It was okay. But I just, I think my experience with Mexican food came to a turning point when I was in Texas and working with NASA, with a fellow who was from Mexico, and he took me to some really, really good Mexican restaurants where we had quail and, like, lots of really interesting, like, roasted meats and thick gravies and things like that. And I realised that the shit that served as Mexican food you know, well, it depends be- on where you
1: go. Yeah, True. there but, are good
0: Mexican yeah. restaurants around. But it was just—I yeah. realized that what I would consider like Spanish provincial food and this kind of stuff was also considered by some people, at least who came from Mexico, to be Mexican food. And the stuff that we're sold as Mexican, which I've long suspected,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like getting tacos at, the, yeah. at at Taco Bell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Not um, that they're just fine, but
0: <laughs> I understand exactly. Yeah, so
1: it was yeah. interesting actually
0: eating Mexican food, and we do occasionally go out. I mean, my wife's from your part of the world, so obviously she loves Mexican food. So, but yeah, it's not a it's not a food that I will actively. And we have it occasionally at work, and when we have it at work, I usually just have a salad or something because
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal for yeah. me. There's, I have a really nice. Mexican restaurant very close to here, mm-hmm. though, and uh, but I don't go there very often, you know, a yeah. couple times a year. Yes. So, I have a bunch of topics here. I have, like, 12, 12 topics. Oh, damn. Topics. Well, that's probably enough for me to get rip-roaring drunk on. I think you know? so. I might have to actually pull <sighs> a few of them through
0: the... Uh, through this. Do you have any topics you want to raise?
1: Well... Yeah, in, in a sense, it's about my hermitage. You know, mm. this is like the third year now. Uh, yeah, and and the more, and I and I realize that it's really even deeper than I <laughs> had suspected. Mm. You know, is that I still have a lot of deeply rooted patterns of thinking mm. that go back probably to my childhood. Clearly, and. Um, and, and a lot of it, I think, probably was fairly productive most of the time. Well, it, it allowed it's me your to keep story, coping. right? You've, well, you've, it's very difficult well, when that,
0: you have a story to actively criticize it in the minutia of day-to-day life. But you've survived. You're here, right? Um, I'm not sure wh- what you just said. I'm saying that, and you've used the same criticism of me, I'm just playing uh-huh. a mirror here. Yeah, okay. But it's very easy to say that one's story is... Well, repeat what you said and then I will just give the criticism that you usually give. Um, I don't remember what I just Very said. Very good. Let's <laughs> continue on.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just that uh, I realized that um I've never really given attention to this stuff and it's mm. probably quite possible to dig it up mm. and uh reprogram it, discard mm. it, uh, you know, disable mm. it. But uh it's it's going to require uh more of my hermitage, I'm mm. afraid. <laughs> You know. Well I'm not afraid. Actually I I'm I'm actually kinda of excited about this because um I think I think it actually is something you can deal with, mm. you know. And uh, but you have to identify it. I mean, as it is now, it's just these sort of well, it's hard to talk about. Mm. You know, how your own I mean, if anyone who's taken the time to actually listen to their language machine <laughs> will probably be disturbed by it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yes. so um Anyway, I, I, I'm clear that there are old patterns of thinking that probably served a purpose at some time mm-hmm. and uh, that are are now actually counterproductive. Without question. You know, but they're still there. Yes. And, uh, and I don't think anything is going to work, actually, until I get that straightened out. Yes. So uh, that, I mean, in addition to getting healthy physically so mm. I can live to be 10,000 years old, uh, then... But see that's actually becoming in into sight. you know I can see within the next year or two that'll probably be handled. but <laughs> this other thing I don't think well, I don't know how how long this other thing is going to take. I mean, my sense is if I actually put any attention on it, that it might go pretty quickly.
0: <laughs> you know yeah, I mean it's one of the one of the interesting things that I see with coupling that people that have partners in particular i mean my father, for example each of his wives has changed him fundamentally. They've reprogrammed an aspect well, sure. of his life and yeah. done these kind of things. Yeah. And it's very easy to have another. In fact, it's an interesting conversation my spiritual advisor and I periodically have yeah. associated with how we've kind of changed each other. And Yeah, you know, yeah
1: being conscious of that yes. process could be very helpful. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah.
0: particularly through just the evolution of life. I mean, just as yeah. things yeah. change and this kind of stuff. Yeah. But you, as a hermit... Have a distinctly different... oh,
1: it's a, oh yeah, it's completely yeah. different. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's it's essential. I mean, uh, for me, I just can't imagine actually sharing space with mm-hmm. another human being. I mean, I could see living. Well, I do here. I mean, we all live in the same house, but mm, uh, you know, I I have my entrance, and you know, it, it's a separate life. You know, your
0: job has changed, like your two day a week paper thing. Yeah, it's changed a little bit in the past four years based on you know, downsizing and various other things, and obviously you've changed location as well. But in terms of the week-to-week,
1: I, guess I don't know. From day to day, it's the same shit. Yeah, it's, it's the it's same it's thing very, I always do. Yeah, I just go procedural. put the papers together. Yes. Yeah, it's real yeah. simple. I love yeah. it. <laughs> nothing to think about between, yeah. you know. And they finally fired that asshole. That, oh, finally! Oh, did we, we? Didn't that's right. I guess we haven't talked about it. No, that. we haven't talked no, about not, Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Finally. It's and and i did he step just, on someone else's toes other than yours? Uh, well, he was getting yeah, yeah. In addition to mine, yes, he actually <laughs> started in on a few other people. Very <laughs> good. It tends to happen that way. I'm sorry, what? It tends to happen that way. Well, what happened was I called Danny, who is the two brothers own the company. I've worked with them from the beginning. I know them pretty well. I can call them on the phone and talk to them. Yes. (laughs) And that's what I did. And two days later, he was gone. Oh, that's interesting. But I thought he was just gone from your life,
0: but he was gone from the company. No, he was fired. Okay. Yeah. And is this because he did his usual? He was
1: late. Oh, and then I mean, yelling at people. Yeah. Uh, you know, act, you know, it was just yeah. it was terrible. You know, yeah. I mean, I I realize, you know, that I was P.S. or P.D.S.T. or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's Traumatic stress. You know, uh, I'm still getting over it. Yeah. You know, I mean. It, so when it, was he fired? Oh, two weeks ago, I guess. Oh, okay. But you've, you've, you've been with this guy for more than two years. Oh, for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was, I mean, it really took its toll. And like I yeah. said, I can, I mean, I can, I'm beginning to ease up. I mean, before, you know, like the night before or even two nights before I oh. had work, I'd start thinking about it. Well,
0: yeah. but this might make recording on Thursdays easier because I seem to recall that actually unwinding from the job on a Thursday night made recording on Thursdays almost impossible for us. Yeah. It was just like a different mechanism. No, I was thinking I was yeah. thinking of potentially going away, like, for today and tomorrow and what have you. And I thought, well, ideally we'll record on a Thursday night in these circumstances yeah. where possible. But the dynamic is always completely different on a Thursday night. and I always prefer Is it
1: really? Yeah, night. you'd probably be more aware yeah. of that than I would. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Intimately more aware of these kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. because... Um, although... It depends, of course, what you what the conditions of at work course. are. Obviously, it's it's, it's yeah. better now. Well, it's anything would have been better than yeah. what it was. Uh, this new guy they've hired, I'm not sure he's really up for the well, job. But the at least he's never not going right? Yeah. Huh? The new guy. The new guy never is. The new guy has a couple no, of weeks to the, a couple well, of months. Well, no, it depends. So, I mean, I'm seriously yeah. concerned whether or not he actually can write. Yeah. And that's his job. Well, these young people today really have problems writing, right? Yeah. Well, you everybody, do, the writing's not easy. <laughs>
0: well, it's true. <laughs> but if you, read, if you read the stuff that Google News spits out to you, you know, oh, one well, in six yeah, have yeah, major well, yeah, typographic errors. Yeah, right. Well, they don't have, the thing is, they, there's no editing. There's no proof. Yeah, exactly. That's it's all live. Well, that's a big They part. don't even do spell checking. I mean, if they did spell-checking, some of these... Well, that like, would like, help, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but,
1: uh, no, it's, you just yeah. get what comes off... Yeah, their, they're just posting a blog, keyboard. basically, yeah. Yeah. and calling it the New York Times. Yeah. So, yes. Fortunate. Well, I, I would imagine at some point, some place is going to start marketing their stuff <laughs> as actually being edited. Well... And there will be a market well, No, but the whole the whole
0: thing about immediate news is that the editing is actually a drawback, because it cuts back, you know, yeah. five to ten minutes... Yeah. on the people that don't edit For some, push th- up yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, again, if everybody was conscious enough to be their own editor, then we yeah. would, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> you yeah, know? There was
0: an earthquake. We have a number of listeners in New Zealand, and there was an earthquake yeah. in New Zealand recently. Yeah. And I, 50 minutes after the earthquake occurred in New Zealand, only one in about 10 news sources had the actual location of the earthquake. Like New Zealand was just good enough, basically.
1: <laughs> well, and, it is. Yeah. I don't. What more is there to know? Well, when Zealand. you know yeah.
0: when you know where our <laughs> listeners live, New Zealand is pretty big.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, but for it, people like yeah. that. But that's you know that's you and seven other people. It, you know? it turns out
0: how important listeners at least didn't even <laughs> weren't even woken by the New Zealand earthquake of yeah. uh, 2016. So. <laughs> But yeah, I I found it quite comical that news agencies didn't seem to think that just saying there's an earthquake in New Zealand for an hour or so, you know, that's not really news after three minutes.
1: Well, what's news? Yeah, depends on where in New Zealand it is after a certain amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the whole idea of news, I mean, really, what the fuck is news anyway? you know yeah that's all going to be interesting to see how that sorts out post capitalism mm-hmm. how you know how that's how that's all going to work Hmm. It would seem that without capitalism, everything would work better. Nobody would be doing anything for any other reason than because they want to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it depends what replaces capitalism. I mean, that's the – Well, I mean, I'm
1: assuming something better. Yeah. Yeah. That we'd take a step forward yeah. from capitalism. No, it's the way, you know. <laughs> no, I know. The there are other yeah. ways. No, that wouldn't be fun. No. Yeah. But assuming we can grow up here and – Yeah. And if individuals could act responsibly towards – well, yeah. You know,
0: well, I mean, I think what interests me is the potential that there are things that exist currently that could be like the, you know, great-grandparents of what comes in the future. And I think certainly there's an evolution of online media and direct reporting, which
1: I would hope would be yeah, yeah. some element. Well, the whole thing with our – I'm 1st I'm reading books on artificial intelligence at the moment and, and – are you ever not reading books on artificial intelligence? Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I, I get into a thing on it. No, I don't <laughs> normally read books on you artificial art. Attached every for, for the past
0: every for. I mean, how long have we talked? We've talked for at least. Well,
1: I mean, I, I, I six touch, years. Well, yeah. Uh, no, like I sometimes I even
0: purchase time. the crappy books that you're reading on artificial intelligence, yeah, and I have to yeah, read them I, myself. I um.
1: Yeah, well, in it, it, anyway, it's been yeah. probably a year or two since I've, uh, mm-hmm. opened oh. these. I mean, I've, I started them yeah. some time ago, but I, uh, in any case. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so what are you reading currently on artificial intelligence? Well, the, the, uh, you know who John Brockman is? Yes. Okay. Well, he's got a compilation. of like 200 authors, you yes. know, writing on, uh, <laughs> what they think about machines that think is mm-hmm. the title, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, the linguistic depths of
0: even that title, you know, seems well, to just move well, to folly it, quickly, right?
1: Well, no, well, it's just the opinions, you know. There are basically they're two-page essays; they're yes. like two hundred two-page essays, yeah. You know, so you just get a really broad sense of what some of the people in that field or have who have opinions about that mm. field, what they're thinking. You know, yes. I find it fascinating.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's more a folly into what people? describe thought as being huh i mean if you're talking about machines that think yeah that presupposes that
1: <laughs> that people think <laughs> well that presupposes that <laughs> this this thing called thinking that everyone oh, can agree I, upon that has said it's patterns. english it's just a fucking title i understand that's that what, when you read the essays you can see it's you know i mean every single one is is nuanced yeah. towards some particular aspect that they are working on or that they don't like or yeah. something you know yes. <laughs> yeah, it, the title is uh, meaningless mm. <laughs> But then aren't most titles? Well,
0: I don't know, that's an interesting thing actually I've, I've been thinking about, because I have all this text that I've written, as you have But maybe you haven't actually written a lot of text, but you've kind of outlined some stuff
1: Written a lot of words <laughs> Yeah, I, I have a lot of
0: text that I've written over at least the past six years Yeah, And I thought, well, if I'm going to put this thing into something, what will I call it? And you know how will happen? In- written text. Well, I was thinking like the last book you'll ever read, or something like that. I mean, just make a very provocative title indicating, in large part, that the whole thing associated with books and written word, and yeah, yeah. you know, you're dealing with like a small fraction of a percent that's slowly being well. To off me,
1: anyway. it gets down to really nothing more than my story. Yes, you know. Yes, you know, various aspects of my story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I was thinking today. Like,
0: what skills do I have that I think are worthy of communicating to others? I mean, I like to flirt with building communities and trying to get people communicating and stuff. But actually, most of the skills that I have, the reproducible, the little esoteric things that I've, you know, learnt over time, like, you know, how to grow good chili peppers or, I don't know, like when to pick basil or... You know, the right temperature of olive oil to fry garlic successfully. Or how to explore dreams. I mean, that's something that I could probably write on that might have some benefit. And there's a bunch of kind of nihilistic stuff as well that I write on anyway, associated with, you know, potential future societies and stuff like that. So what's wrong with just essays? Well, that's what it always comes down to. But the title here, this is what we're talking about, Heron. Can there be a title title that has no... Of of this collection
1: of essays. how about a collection of essays by Uh, Tom Barbelas? Well, welcome. (laughs) That's going to sell, isn't it? I mean, well, probably nothing's going to sell. Well, if you're you're thinking about a bestseller, good luck. I'm not thinking about bestseller. (laughs) I'm just thinking. (laughs) The, the, a collection of essays of Tom Barbelay just... No, I know I yeah. I was being somewhat facetious, I'm but, you know, I'm that. sure you could find yeah. something that you could live with, you know, that's yeah. sort of clever. And so, I mean, you know, that's a challenge, you know, Certainly. it's not easy to come up with a yeah. good title.
0: Most <laughs> definitely, most definitely. But yeah. anyway, so, uh, have we covered your topic?
1: Um... Well, no, uh, yeah, I guess I, you know, yeah, I'm uh, under construction cur- currently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or reconstruction, let's Certainly. say. Some demolition, yes. some reconstruction. <laughs> yes. So I've got in my notes here just associated
0: with going down to Santa Cruz, some lyrics from a song by the classic now artist Eminem. I have owned a number of his early CDs, but I realized through Apple Music that I haven't actually heard any of his more recent stuff. Mm -hmm. But one of his recent songs has a line that says, got it all and I still want change. (laughs) Which I think is so prophetic for the period of time that I find myself in currently.
1: It's a lyric that I've just been reflecting on. I put it to my spiritual advisor as well. That's a good one. Yeah, get used to it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but no, I mean, I think it's particularly profound because I do periodically, not enough, But periodically reflect on how amazingly lucky I am to actually, even with bullets flying and people falling and all this kind of stuff, I still lead an amazingly kind of almost Peter Pan-like life associated with the kinds of things. depends on what
1: kind of story you want to build out out of your experience. Certainly, but it's just
0: good occasionally to give thanks for existence,
1: right? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Praise Bob, man. I thank Bob every day. really (laughs) this is an amazing adventure and i'm still here shit thank you bob (laughs) but i mean certainly reflecting on the various experiences
0: i've had in my life i would still think that this is one of the pinnacles of my life to date what (laughs) this living at this current present time i mean even with the migraines and Failing memory and various other things.
1: <laughs> I have a quality yeah. of experience that I've never had. Ah, yeah, life, great. You know? Well, congratulations. Yeah. Well, and, let's hope it gets even better. And in 10 yeah. years, you'll be able to say, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. It's even better now than it was mm. then. And I can say that. Actually, I, you know, I mean, occasionally I don't feel that mm. one. You know, once in a while, I, I, in fact, even just yesterday for for a short time for mm. – a couple of hours, I, I was quite down on the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> you know. But that is so rarely what's going on for yes. me. And so, you know, it. I just sort of <laughs> crouched over and it went away in a couple yeah. hours. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what that is. Well, you know, and vitamin M really does help certain things. I, I'm mm. actually beginning to see that it really does have medicinal purposes. Mm. You know, it, um, well, that's a, little, a little long story, but, um, yeah, it doesn't do anything for me like I used to for the reason that I used to s- smoke it, you know? but it does other things that are quite interesting that I th- just think I hadn't noticed before.
0: Mm. Yes. I realized last week when we were rapping about it, that the, the story of Chemdog, which I've read recently, which is this cannabis strain that came out, I think in 1991, and then I think it's about, it's more than 50, it's between 50 and 75% of all the cannabis that's sold. in mm-hmm. fact, originates from this plant. And then if you take a few steps back from that, um, you know, you have the kind of super skunks and these kind of or skunk strains and these kind of things. But it's amazing how tight in terms of just the genetics, what is sold as modern day cannabis is. I put this to a fellow who was a friend of Bruce Damis that I met at a recent santa cruz salon that when people such as yourself and and he started smoking cannabis it was a completely different plant than it is now like yeah
1: that could very well be the
0: genetics and the change in genetics has been really and i can't
1: think of another crop well but other people you know that i've talked to who smoke grass Mm. the same stuff i'm buying Mm. seem to have quite different responses to it than i do
0: because your chemistry and this is the point that i made to this fellow as well Your early chemistry associated with cannabis receptors and programming through this, I think of cannabis very much in terms of programming. And I think it very much in terms of, like, genetics and programming and, you know, human brains and these kind of things. Because the people that have consumed cannabis from, you know, strains that existed 30, 40, 50 years ago have a different programming to the kids that are starting to smoke cannabis, you know, they're 15, 16 now. Well, they live in a cannabis. different universe, exactly, of course. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But I guess my perspective is I've heard from a lot of people who, you know, started smoking grass back in your generation, your time, this lamentation. But actually
1: the plant is now. Oh, so I'm not the only one you're saying. Because no. it seems to me I see nothing but a bunch of old hippies on the Internet who smoke grass. No. and think. And, and no, they're, they're, they're there b- for money. still blown away by it. They're there for money. I mean and in fact many of them aren't old
0: hippies the few that are there are typically heavily invested so i mean <laughs> in, in the game i mean they they're, they either have strains or they have something that they're pushing and financially they are very heavily geared to this being you yeah. know the best weed that has ever existed but it's fascinating i mean this is a book actually that i could write because
1: it is fascinating. Yeah, you should, actually. That, the, that could actually serve some purpose. You know? The
0: genetics associated with this plant and the fact that the... And actually... Yeah, the that, you could provide a real
1: service. It's
0: incredibly conservative and incredibly focused on single points of information. Uh, it really is very fascinating how, you know, stoners are funnily enough, stoners, basically, in terms of, you know, their well, general... Well, that's an
1: interesting audience, you yeah. know. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I find it fascinating. The
0: biological part of it, I find really, really fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I don't really
1: give a shit anymore. Well,
0: so. <laughs> no, but, I mean, my perspective is that if there, are, if there are insights and changes that can be made, and you do see small elements of this, uh, Jorge Cervantes, is, I think his name is William Van Patten, if I remember correctly, is his legal FBI name, has a couple of small sections in his most recent book that detail how tightly refined cannabis strains are that are being sold today. Like the fact that, you know, literally a single plant is the origin of, you know, 55% of all the cannabis
1: that's sold here. Really?
0: (laughs) Which is just extraordinary.
1: Yeah. yeah. The, no, th- I think yeah. you need to write this book. Yeah. You know, this uh this would be very helpful. Yeah. To, and but, and more than actually just a broad overview of yeah. the whole damn societal issue of this. Certainly. Because I mean it it's not separate from all of that.
0: Yeah. And the criminality and the capitalism, I mean this is this is really the dominating forces of the past 40 years. Criminality criminal capitalism, legal capitalism Oh yeah, well, you capitalism
1: know, all, all these things <laughs> of, of yeah, any capitalism, kind
0: yeah, of multiple flavours unbridled <laughs> yeah. criminal capitalism or, yeah. you know, moderated yeah. legal capitalism Yeah, yeah, but yeah So, yeah, it is, it is a fascinating thing and yeah, I think I probably should put something together about it.
1: Really? That, that main, would be fascinating. Well, the, the challenge, of course is to write it in such a way that it's a good story and a good read and, and millions of people buy it, but yeah. even if it's just boring and factual, it would still be worth doing. Most
0: of the information exists from sources that you can get from the internet.
1: which is Yeah, but and, that's no good because you you have taken the time to put them together. Uh, no, without question. I'm not arguing. You right. know, but yeah. I'm just I saying, mean, nobody else is going to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's the
0: service that you bring, actually, to this kind of discussion is.
1: That's sort of the way I look at what I do about yeah. language. I mean, it's pretty obvious shit when you take a look at it. You mm-hmm. know, I can, I've just spent a lot of time looking at it and can save you some time.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was something that came up last week that was just briefly on my notes. hmm. So. Last Saturday morning, I went to what is called the Responsible Landlord Engagement Initiative,
1: which <laughs> the is responsible. Land- uh, they have an acronym for that that you can R-L-E-I, pronounce.
0: RLEI, which is very difficult oh, to oh, say. that's yeah, that, yeah. They could have come case. up with a better yeah, name. They yeah. they
1: so what what
0: happens in our community is because there aren't there isn't a functioning government that um the local charity here catholic charities that also runs the local community center and does a variety of other things has created like a workshop that people go through in order to get groups of civil lawsuits together on the church is
1: doing this (laughs) no the catholic
0: church is unbelievably powerful in our area that's interesting it it runs And and it seems quite liberal yeah, no, well, it has a functioning purpose. Like, it, re- the lack of... Well, that's liberal right there. <laughs> <laughs> the lack of... Rep- well, it's interesting, actually. I mean, when I started putting money into the local community centre, I did have strong ethical concerns associated with it coming through Catholic charities. Primarily yeah. because around the computers there was additional messaging associated with how the computers were supposed to be used. Yeah. And my perspective is actually... I want miscreant young people in my community to feel empowered through this.
1: Yeah, you go and look at all the porn you can find, man. <laughs> I wouldn't put it quite at that level, but I think Well, I wouldn't say that, yes. but they ought to be able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, if they got the guts for it in yes. that room.
0: The city the city <laughs> tries to put a that th- 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 <laughs> Let's move beyond that thing. Particularly the 6-year-olds are using these computers. So okay. We,
1: well, g- joining the jihad. There yes, you. yes. 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 <laughs> Which is remarkably easy these days. Oh, well, I imagine it is. They probably have a good recruiting network
0: Well, Well, you know, all you need to do is download five or more of their magazines, and I've done that.
1: So. And you get an automatic uh, Yeah, you're immediately enrollment. flagged. You're immediately flagged.
0: <laughs> then you're on their newsletters and mailing lists, and they start calling you to try and get money. Anyway, so this experience was fascinating to me because like all adjunct-to-government processes, it had a slight mafioso element to it. You know, the little gentleman came around and he talked to the folk and he explained how to... They can't actually represent the individuals in court. They can't even attend the court cases. Who's they? The Uh. RLEI. The RLEI is this group that trains community members to do collective small claims court filings, which each person has $10,000 that they And this
1: group comprises how many people? Um, I'm not sure. I just saw the one gentleman. I he mean, was is, quite, it, is it a hundred people or I, is it I would three people? There, there, or, yeah.
0: there might be a dozen or so of these people that come. And he was quite an interesting character. We all met outside in on a table in a, at the president's house and she had bought danishes and other pastries and he was the only one consuming the danishes. But he would consume them with such vigour and like rip them apart as he was talking <laughs> and this kind of stuff. That it was really quite a fascinating experience just to
1: observe. Yeah, this. yeah, right, yeah. Well, these and are this was yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, this, this just, is called Earth. Yes, these are the organic. <laughs> and, and those are called language monkeys. Yes. <laughs> so, having
0: had this, we then went out to see the fish trucks. There's a it's about a 24 hour car wash that basically covers prostitution, drug dealing petty theft, stolen cars. It's basically a 24-hour, like, crime supermarket b- masquerading as a car wash. But uh, once a week, the fish trucks come through and they have large plastic containers with shrimp heads and fish guts and stuff, and they just spray them out onto the ground. So the smell moves with the wind and kind of encircles the area around
1: this car wash, amongst what? other things. Oh, what's- I'm having a little trouble par- par- putting this together. A truck pulls up and sprays fish heads and guts all over the place yes. and drives off. Yes. Okay. And it, yes. the police, and the, they don't have a problem with that. So but. there's a thing associated <laughs> with quality of
0: life and impacting smell and this kind of stuff. Again, you'd need to, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue this narrative into an additional few stories here, and We'll see how this thing goes. Um, but that was my Saturday morning. And then Saturday afternoon for four and a half hours, I delivered flyers to the community. What is it
1: you hope to achieve in interacting with these, uh, language um, monkeys? Well, it's an experience, right? Oh, it's okay. It's a lot of experience well.
0: that I'm providing to our listeners.
1: Okay. All right. So it's, it's on
0: something a, to talk about. On a personal <laughs> level, I'm trying to not necessarily satirize, but at least point out that the current system is not functioning in any way, <laughs> oh, shape, or form.
1: You you noticed that. Good. All right. It's subtle. It's yeah. subtle, yeah. Harris. Yeah, it is. It's well, you know, it's amazing how many people think things are just the way they should yeah, be. Nothing our neighbourhood. Everything's night. normal. You not know. An hour. Anyway,
0: so the four and a half hours was genuinely fascinating. It firstly showed me that I'm perfectly capable of doing four and a half hours worth of pretty strenuous activity. I was carrying about. Well, between 10, 5 to 10 pounds of flyers, depending yeah. on where I was in the process. I had to go up. Um, well, some of these, uh, houses are actually a story above. Um, yeah, no, house. that's, so no, that's
1: real. That's a workout solid, for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I realized for four hours, four and a half hours. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's and a just, workout. Just fluids and these kind of things. And what
1: you hit a stride at a certain point or,
0: um, no, I basically uh, hit a stride. That's an interesting way of putting it what I realized was towards the end of the time that I was doing it, I was moving very, very slowly. So I basically, okay. So you
1: just noticed a sort of gradual slowdown, a gradual
0: slowdown, a gradual realization that I need to focus more on stairs as I climb them. I only fell on my face once through this process, Ah. but actually three houses to the end of, of doing all these flyers. I ran into a gentleman who was actually quite hostile up until that point. People are shaken my hands oh, no, and just what you me need. and this kind of stuff. <laughs> but this guy, basically, he runs, he sells um, what they call ATVs, like four-wheel motorcycles yeah, and motorcycles yeah. and mopeds and stuff on the front of his, his lawn. Uh-huh. So he's already a curious character in the community. Yeah. But for whatever reason, he had taken a dislike. And that's to me. zoned for that kind of shit. He can park a bunch of ATVs in well, his front
1: yard and sell them. My, and that's- My sense <laughs> yeah.
0: having interacted with him is that this could be something that he gets protection from a local gang associated with.
1: Because the interaction <laughs> okay. right. with him yeah. was
0: so surreal yeah. Yeah. and yeah. so yeah. indicative yeah. of yeah. criminality. That's right. That's something you have to see. I, you yeah. no, actually, that's something you have I, to consider. I you know? told you last week, associated with the alligator house, the house that had an alligator inside that the feds raided. Yeah. I put a flyer in their, you know, letterbox. I just, yeah. I just and I walked through the stuff that <laughs> the the feds had knocked the front automatic gate down. I walked through that. You could see where the alligator, you know, criminal yeah. stuff had been pasted on the side of the house and they'd rip that off. I mean, these are the kind of, and some of these houses are like genuinely derelict. Like they're just urine yeah. soaked. They're just not, I mean, I'd probably And this is
1: how far from where you live? Um, so
0: I fly at five streets. Each street is about half a mile long. Um, and five basically
1: going out from your
0: street, so No, 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 no. So these, s- these are these are numbered streets in parallel to my street, including my street. Yeah. So, yeah, I fly at a number of streets. Yeah. Now, some of these places are um the city they had what they called the 2020 initiative before we moved here. Maybe five, ten years before we moved here, and that was taking these big old houses like our house and turning them into apartments of sixteen odd tiny apartments. Yeah. So some of these places are walled off, gated apartment complexes that are impossible to get into. But they're like the they're like the drag <laughs> yeah, right, apartments. Yeah. They're not. They're yeah. not. You know. So, yeah, it's an interesting experience just meeting people through this. Oh, yeah.
1: no shit. Yeah. We had the community meeting on Wednesday. And yeah, that much th- interaction with language monkeys. Yeah. Uh, phew, that's an eye-opener. More got. than 80 <laughs> people turned up, which yeah. is extraordinary for our uh-huh. community. I mean, and all was, as, as a result of you're putting those flyers out in there, you but
0: The city covered a few streets. The city covered about a third of the streets, and I covered two-thirds of the streets. That's
1: Why didn't the city just do the whole damn thing? Well, it gets rather interesting. It goes down to... I mentioned
0: these Santa Claus individuals that I met with. One of them yeah. was in charge of flyering. He was only able to flyer... Uh, the time like that it took got him a to fly these right, five yes. streets... Yeah. Well, you know, he physically did it as well. He had only flyered one street and gave up, and then contacted <laughs> me the next morning. And I said, look, I've got about 500 of these flyers. Why don't you pick all of them up and just, you know, do what you need to do rather than copy yeah. any new ones? Yeah. Anyway, the community meeting held, and I, from my meeting with the city, realised that I needed to talk to the deputy district attorney, who was the only one there who actually files charges. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to him primarily because we have these existing gang houses and the idea of cooking them cupcakes and just trying to... And it's funny, actually, because at the start of the meeting...
1: <laughs> the family who had the two brothers
0: killed, and this was a gang, you know, gang suspected, gang related, basically. I mean, I know information associated with it. They stood up and said, this isn't a witch hunt about, you know, these brothers and the community is mourning and the family's mourning and all this kind of stuff. I mean, there's that kind of element which prefaces these meetings that the gang is there. And the police actually said that there were people at the meeting who had refused to give information who they thought were actually connected with aspects yeah. of the shooting and things like that so it was a very strange group but i realized <laughs> i realized that the deputy oh, district attorney that. attorney was the guy that i had to talk to he was yeah. the only one who had yeah. any yeah um and he outlined basically how we can actually, and he
1: reports to the mayor right no no
0: no he's independent thankfully no i wouldn't have i wouldn't have any Oh, he's with the top
1: who, of the food who does he
0: report to he i think he's a he's a california he's not he's not in the uh city he's in the county but he's also a California. Okay. So the county person. has an executive. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's always
1: not the city. This no. is a county no. thing. Yeah. Ah. So the police are okay. the city. But the city is, doesn't yeah. have its own prosecutor. Uh, no, I guess they don't, do no, they?
0: They, don't. they have a county. But yeah. the,
1: the, the mayor who used to be
0: our representative is just, it's interesting actually because my spiritual advisor pointed out that these were all clearly men that had mistresses. Like you could tell just the way that they put themselves together. And our local representative.
1: How the is, hell can you tell that? Oh, well, I don't know, Aaron. Have you ever been around men that maintain mistresses? Uh, I don't know. I haven't paid that much attention. I would there's expect there's all level, sorts of men that have. There's a certain
0: level of uh, upkeep that most men do. And then there's a certain level of upkeep, perhaps, that, you know, maybe particular married men
1: do. But there's then a level of upkeep that men. Oh, so, no, no, some, that, who are trying to impress some woman, so they, yeah they have a certain then, no, way clearly, of dressing they're clearly and acting. Impressing,
0: and, they're intending to impress not only their current women, but their future yeah, women as anybody. well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anybody. But
1: well, isn't that all men, though? No, <laughs> no, that's, no, no, that's no, 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 everybody.
0: no, no. <laughs> you, you see these things to an extreme. And this is the thing <laughs> that I think my spiritual advisor pointed out very clearly to oh, me, okay. and then I said, yes, it's, That's right. Some
1: people have given up.
0: Some people are just, you know, they've got better things to do with their time than, you know, maintain. Yeah,
1: they've given up. They realize their fantasy ain't going to happen, and they're getting on with
0: it. I don't know. I worked with a guy in early, (laughs) well, probably (laughs) ninety-seven through to two thousand, and he maintained. He maintained even two women in some ports. This guy never... Well, he's got
1: the money for that? Why not? Hell yes, he that's just money. That's an issue of No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. He didn't have money. He really? just never oh. worked. He was in a kind of pseudo-managerial position. He was a relatively slick talker, and he just never did anything.
1: Like, it was really extraordinary. In fact, oh, my right. experience... So, I mean, he, well, he must have been an extraordinary talker. Man. My <laughs>
0: experience, actually, working with... You him, knew this guy? Yeah, no, I've, I have a couple of examples... In my life where I've known men that have maintained multiple
1: relationships in parallel. And actually one of them was particularly scruffy. But for whatever reason he just Well, you know, maintaining yes. relationships. I mean the way you you were talking about it is that he's, you know, like maintaining them in an apartment somewhere that, you know, no, actually, overlooks the, the, the is, plaza or the something. You know? thing. No, these these are actually that's a different caliber
0: of man, you're right. Uh, well that these, was what I was thinking about. No.
1: Yeah. So you're just talking about a guy that's got a few lovers, yes. right? <laughs> okay, yeah. that's about everybody, right? Or everyone who would like to be. <laughs> I don't, my my view is actually that there's
0: a certain like there's a certain level of exhaustion associated with even maintaining.
1: Like, I mean, this is the thing. Oh, it's, yeah. It depends on yeah. how old you are. That's what I'm saying. Well, in some sense, I mean, you can, it's a fun game when you're 22. The two, the two examples <laughs> that I have, both,
0: I think, in their mid to late 30s, yeah, of yeah. This, and this was when I was in my early 20s, yeah. never did any work. I mean, they basically were employed to do stuff that they never
1: worked on because they were constantly well, juggling well, that's these that's a separate women. issue, isn't it? I mean, who the hell was paying them to do nothing? Well, that's, in, in this case, the same organization. So. Well, yes. I mean, I, all I can say is that's, that's, that's not even a condition worth considering, almost. Well, they are, they're basically, what you're saying is they're independently wealthy. No, not at all. Well, they've no. got money coming and they don't do anything. I mean, what else would you call that? Uh, incredible. Well,
0: <laughs> in, in, I think in both cases, at least for the short term, I mean they were very they were, this was useful in the short term in the medium and long term and certainly with my interaction oh, with them well, it yeah, was think
1: that yeah, yeah. You, depends on how good a talker but, they I are But I mean in the case of
0: in the case of our councilman and our mayor yeah. these are people who do nothing like literally
1: they yeah. do yeah. nothing yeah. for the community Yeah that's true yeah And yeah. my Most, perspective yeah, yeah.
0: is that they inhabit a realm which is so <laughs> far removed and it's all about it's all about really curious narrative and that's what we got to see At this meeting. And my spiritual advisor also pointed out something which I hear regularly, but sometimes needs to be reaffirmed that all these people have a really very bizarre and curious story. It's a slightly (laughs) different story, but it's a story that doesn't in any way map onto any perceptive reality that a majority of us experience in this community
1: yeah yeah to be in that position uh, you know th- not everybody uh, ends up in those places there are certain reasons well, why people end up in those curious places The thing <laughs> is that the the narrative clearly works for some people
0: i think you can f- fool some of the people all the time here.
1: well it works for several stories yeah. there are a
0: bunch of stories c- that could work in that but place, the narrative you know? in this area is that there is no money for police there's no police and that's why all these things are happening.
1: Well, because that's not a problem where we live. We don't have any problem. Who the hell needs police? Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, there were a series of really strange counter-narratives like that. And in fact, <laughs> my spiritual advisor pointed out, and I thought this was incredibly valid, that the police shouldn't have even been there. The police's response was, firstly, it's clear, and it's clear since these two homicides, that there is actually a gang war going on here. Like, there's demonstrably... Shootings, yeah. counter reprisals going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And the police said there is not a gang war going on here. And literally, like the next night, two wow. more people shot. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. you,
1: like- it, it may be a skirmish, but it's not a war. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's a it's shot just, across the bow.
0: <laughs> it's just extraordinary. It's just absolutely extraordinary. Talking to the deputy district attorney, he gave me existential respect after about five minutes, which I think really makes a huge difference in my interaction with these people. Existential respect. respect. Meaning he just said a bunch of bullshit to me initially, and I called him out on it repeatedly. And I cut him off and I said, no, this is the way it's working. And then he said some nonsense associated with the Constitution, and I said, no, this is the way it's working. And I think after about 10 minutes, he really he he realized... He bullshit. <laughs> well, the, the, the purpose of my interaction with him was not for him to fob me off, But to actually get some understanding of if the city maintains a variety of gang houses in close proximity. And, you know, there's this narrative that, oh, well, they're landowners. Like, they own their property, so they have more rights. Well, we're all, you know, most of us here are landowners. And the whole nature of, like, a certain group of people having rights, but a certain other group of people that have exactly the same conditions, not having the same rights. So it's you're saying there are gang ridiculous. houses
1: that are actually being maintained by the, by the
0: police? Third generation gang houses that the police know about, that the police get calls about, that the police joke about. When they come into this community and there are citizens that say, and what about the gang house on Ninth Street? They say, yeah, we know about that gang house. What are we going to do? They own the house.
1: That's hard to imagine,
0: no, it's extraordinary. That's why I wasn't interested in talking to anyone except for the deputy DA, because the only yeah, person yeah, who's yeah, gonna prosecute yeah. these things. And I wanted to understand from him specifically why he wasn't prosecuting and why as yeah, a and why isn't he prosecuting the police department? <laughs> well, that is another well, that's what Gang of Thrones taught us, right? That's what Snappy the Alligator's friends were. There was a police officer as part of that. And I think certainly when I went to talk to the city, I made no subtlety in my pointing out that every time the police come and talk in our community, they say things which indicate to the community that these people are not to be trusted. And they did that actually on the community, you know, when we had the the meeting on Wednesday as well. (laughs) They just don't know, they don't understand how not to behave in a corrupt fashion. I mean, it's so so normal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their perception of their existence and their power and their role in our community is so different from our perceived view of that. The disconnection is just vast, absolutely vast. My perspective on this thing was I was critical in bringing these people together, just the number of people, and I've got two years of saving and packing and selling in this community. My spiritual advisor was way more impressed by this thing, being there and seeing this stuff. But the the level of problems... The number of problems just the pervasive nature of the corruption and the institutionalized corruption here no human can make an impact on this i mean i can satirize it i can talk about it but yeah. there's nothing yeah, i can yeah. do as an individual
1: well i mean you you could devote your life to it and you might actually be able to make a what difference what i'm trying to do you know, is but, actually oh, yeah. empower
0: people that have written records going back 10 years of gang house activity yeah. saying don't present this to the police present this to the da Put the responsibility on him. And if he does nothing, then, with this evidence, <laughs> you know, then bunker yeah. down.
1: Yeah. Well, pfft. Yeah. see, I just don't have any faith in no, the old I system don't. I think it's on its way out. Yeah. And this is just more evidence of that. It's not yeah. going to get fixed. Yeah. It's going to get worse. Yep. Yeah. I'm on the know, no matter of what, and, I mean, it might in some place, maybe in some city somewhere, some guy mm. will step forward and turn it around. That's always mm. possible. Mm. But the overall no. uh, impact here is that we're witnessing a transition from one age of uh, mm. Earth's history into another. And the old ways are going bye-bye. I think this is almost a
0: satirical Gendo documentary. I mean, certainly what <laughs> happened Wednesday night, the language that was coming from these people could be a Gendo
1: documentary. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of abstractions that sound, you know, wonderful, I'm sure. Well, no, but, <laughs> it, it, but as soon as you identify them, it all becomes completely incoherent immediately. Yeah, yeah, it's meaningless. It's yeah. just a bunch of noise, a bunch of air, a yeah. bunch of words that are extremely vague and hopefully, you know, good sounding. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but when you try to figure out what the hell it all means, it's just nothing. There ain't nothing yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and well that's one of the things that needs to be taught, the ability to detect that. Yes. Is is I mean in a sense that's a measure of intelligence, but actually I think that's quite teachable. That that's yes. a relatively simple thing. Certainly. I mean to a large extent it's just about reifications. Yes. You know, once you become sensitive to that, uh, <laughs> you know, you start asking, well, what the hell does that mean? That's a bad question. (laughs)
0: There are various meta concepts, which I think also are important, like manufactured disasters, which comes through. I mean, once you realize that the language doesn't, you know, the language is nonsense. Yeah. Then you realize
1: that actually there is still a strategy behind this. Oh yeah. It's not just nonsense. It's nonsense on an information level, but on another level, it's very carefully calculated emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. No, the strategy associated with these things. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, marketing. I mean, there's your, that's where all (laughs) the real interesting stuff is. On. well, but of course, government everybody uses that now, yeah. I mean, that's just sort of standard, op- isn't that? Yeah, isn't that sort of just how everything works? Mm. I don't know, it's I haven't actually thought about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's extraordinary. Yes, I'm not even going to talk about the current political system in that light.
1: <laughs> well, like I say, I it strikes me is that you know, things are getting weirder faster. And it's not going to go back to normal. It's mm. going to get weirder even faster mm. and even weirder. It's interesting, actually, because I have viewed my
0: responsibility through this whole thing as providing and channeling information, like to be a conduit of information uh-huh. and not to add any color necessarily to this information, but just to provide the information in such a way that anyone who is paying attention yeah. will understand yeah. So, for example, our president has started prefacing everything our community president has started prefacing everything she sends associated with our local representative and his... When,
1: representative. who? The, our president? The president
0: of the community oh, okay, has started great. writing regularly that the council member's representative, who is worse than useless, is extremely helpful. She's very helpful. She's very respectful. And how She'll is get she helpful? She's not at all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but She's, it's just... Yeah, but when she you smiles it, listen, a lot, probably. No, she <laughs> sends these nonsensical emails, but doesn't yeah. actually do anything. Yeah. And, I got you. you know, yeah. she's very good to, yeah. to, to thank everyone.
1: Yeah. For, yeah. I know, you know she plays the game. Stuff. She knows exactly. how to do it. Yeah. But
0: this has been written so many times now that I think it's, it moves beyond satire. <laughs> Anyone yeah. reading this would say, what kind of person always needs to be told that they're being helpful or very, that sounds a little curious in the context of this general discussion, right? And actually, by providing conduits of this kind of information, my view is that I don't need to inject anything. It just
1: tells itself in, in narrative form. Well, it depends on who your market is, man. Who are you addressing? Well, the you pre- know, most people need to have it pre-digested form.
0: Previously, none of this information was provided. But if you just set up these electronic means, like, for example, Nextdoor or now Facebook, I've got a Facebook page that for the community that there's a large number of folk on it.
1: You know, you just provide these means ah, of Okay, yeah, that's a good. Oh, so you you set up a Facebook page mm-hmm. for your community? hmm Oh, cool. I did,
0: actually. I picked up an old one. It was a, a university project of some people that now live in Chicago and San Francisco. Okay, so but there was to. a don't. Yeah, but and there now was I a now page. I manage that. yes. For,
1: for you. When you say your community, community, I mean really literally. How big an area?
0: Um, so my community extends for twelve uh, numbered streets by. About seven names. Okay. So, I mean, it's
1: a very well-defined neighborhood. It's 1700 houses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. And how many participants or how many uh, members do you have? Uh, about 300. Wow, that yeah. strikes me. as pretty good, and and they actually
0: when I came to it, it was a hundred, and through and how long ago did years, you come to it? Uh,
1: a year and a half ago. Okay, and like, and and how many? Uh, do you get multiple people posting stuff there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great! Congratulations, so man. That's that's, great. that's my perspective: is to create community. Yeah, create yeah. A yeah. Let them do it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, Certainly, give them certainly. the means. If and then it's up to them. Yeah. And
0: I mean, the there are. As with Model Rail Radio, exactly the same experience. There are individuals that have particularly, I don't know, not necessarily obnoxious posts, but they just post stuff that a small percentage files. Yeah, and yeah. there's ass- all... there trolls and assholes. Yeah. There, there's yeah. always
1: trolls the and assholes. And just creates
0: this ability for people <laughs> yeah, to say yeah.
1: things. Uh, my sense is, the way I've always approached them is to just publicly kick their ass off and say, fuck you, don't come back, and block them. Yeah. You know, and, and no view, negotiation, yeah. no bullshit, just, get yeah. Done. I do that after a long period of time, but initially, I. Well, maybe one warning. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd give a warning first. Yeah. But yeah, there's no, yeah, debating them and asking for people's opinions is just an end. That's exactly what the fuck they want. <laughs> yeah. Well, they want, they want to, uh, you know. They want to be the center of attention. And so you give them that for two minutes. (laughs) And that's the end of that.
0: (laughs) I implicitly went through Noble Ape and looked at the... There's a narrative engine within Noble Ape which describes the apes' interactions. And really it's just an event-based thing. So when one ape meets another ape, a sentence is created saying that the apes met. When one ape eats... Some food. A sentence is created saying that the ape ate the food.
1: Oh, the the, the sentence isn't. I ate some food. The sentence mm. is the ape ate some food. A specific ape. They were all uniquely named. So then Apes it's uh, so A-G-L,
0: AGL ate some fruit. Then is what it would say. Uh No, actually, the names are
1: double-barreled names, so it'll be something like Winston well, Thornton anyway, Taylor. Well, anyway, it uses the name of that individual to identify yes. – I mean, not you're not just saying the monkey ate, you're saying this monkey ate. Yes, yes. Okay. And this monkey – But it doesn't use pronouns, so it's not I. No, no so. exactly. That's where it gets interesting. It yeah. Could be very, it could very easily –
0: become a pronoun based language though
1: well that's yeah that's that's an issue isn't it yes. And what becomes interesting through and it doesn't have to be either or either oh, exactly. <laughs> you know, you exactly. can have multiple layers oh. here parsing uh, it differently what
0: is fascinating is associated with the past present and future with this kind of language yeah because what you have in the past is narrative that can be manipulated what you have in the present is narrative that can be manipulated and what you have in the future is narrative that doesn't even meaningfully exist yet and definitely can be manipulated. And what's fascinating through an agent model where you have these entities wandering around and acting and interacting is that you have the whole notion of what truth is here is really very fascinating.
1: Well, and truth? Exactly. No, exactly. You can you <laughs> create a fuzziness associated with They're truth. They're just which is, the abstractions exactly, that we come up from this experience.
0: Exactly. exactly. But yeah. if you if you recall, maybe you don't. The Probably I, I don't. <laughs> ideas of you know when two apes interact, they have a conversation that impacts both of their understandings associated with the other ape and also abstract apes. And cr- ma- making this in language, like human-readable language, human-intelligible language, yeah. I think is incredibly powerful. And it's something I've been thinking about, not really doing a lot of programming, but certainly thinking about, and I've gone back and reviewed periodically. And for folks who are interested in our previous discussion last week associated with what a an eight-brain programming language would be like that would learn like neural networks but not be neural networks, if it was completely human-readable and made from these components but also had a fuzziness, for want of a better term, a, a malleability. Uh, view that none of these things actually yeah. represent events. Or well, there can be multiple layers here. Exactly.
1: You know, and, and they're, can uh, they can all be useful for different exactly. purposes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think this night. See, and that's precisely yeah. the position we're in, but we don't know that. And we yeah. squash all the layers exactly. together and then argue yeah. about uh, exactly. <laughs> what works or what doesn't. Exactly. You know, it's crazy.
0: And I think that's that in itself. Is the philosophical satire the very root of the stuff that I wanted to do in Noble Ape, and historically have been like yeah. quintessentially Noble Ape projects because they've had yeah. that element of philosophical satire. So this software is there to a certain extent; it just needs a, another layer of manipulation. And I also, when I do this kind of stuff, I wonder whether the programming language and the way in which Noble Ape is written currently. Is
1: the best possible way, particularly. Yeah, there may be new ways now in the last few years. Who knows? Yeah, this. this Yeah, it may be time to revisit all this stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. I mean, as I noted last week, also, I mean, a relatively unique position that Bob Mottram might be able to return to some Noble Ape development as well. Yeah. I don't really get a sense of whether Bob still listens to any of my podcasts,
1: actually. Well, I Um, haven't heard anything from him, so. No. Well, he's not the kind of guy that would uh Yeah, you know, well, you know yeah. uh, You know, my sense is um if this has any legs it'll take off, you know? I I mean right now I've got, you know, lots of things on my mind. That's certainly one of them though. Mm. And um but I I'm real clear that it it hinges on me hooking up with someone else who has some other pieces of the puzzle because I sure as hell only have a very tiny piece of this thing. Yes. You know? Yes. But parents? I think the part I've got is really important and necessary. But it's interesting example, actually there are four because or five when my other parts.
0: Yeah, well. when when we talk about this in an abstract sense. Yeah. I mean certainly coming from a software background, my perspective is always that the facilitatory roles that software has are always I don't know, they're not they are in no way the gestalt. They're actually a component I'm not sure of, what you mean by gestalt. Well, uh, there's a certain view of software by some software practitioners,
1: that software is everything. Well, oh, it's a big part of it, that's for mm. sure, but it's certainly not everything. But Duh. If people, people understand... No, well, it's almost
0: controversial to say it, but if people understand that the software isn't everything, it's just a facilitatory component here.
1: Well, it's a very important aspect. Mm. I mean, it's yeah. fundamental. Yeah. It's necessary, but not sufficient.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Heron, I realize that I'm suffering a very distinct form of heat stroke currently. Um, (laughs) And we probably should call this thing a night. I'm surprised, actually, I've survived as long as I have. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, let's reconvene this next week. Okay.
1: And have many more topics to discuss. Okay. Good night. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.